0: Hey guys and welcome to the Rachello podcast if you're new here hi my name is Rachel I am the host of this podcast and if you're a constant listener thank you so much for tuning back in I'm actually very excited to have you guys back here today anyways um just a heads up that I am recording this podcast outside so you might hear a little bit of like background noise or like sounds and like please just bear with me or like ignore them and yeah we will get through this i'll try and see if i can edit like most of the background noise out but ah we'll see how it goes anyways um for this podcast i am doing uh a more personal topic per se because um someone reached out to me i was like oh rachel like i love your podcast you talk about a lot of general things and i would like to know if you would be doing something more specific to your life soon so i was like okay yeah let me find a specific topic about my life situation and talk about it so for this podcast i will be talking about my experience growing up like middle class in nigeria because i think people have this um notion that i'm rich and i have the rich parents and i grew up rich and i just want to kind of touch on that and like explain not explain but like give you a view of what it is in my life like growing up okay so before we start i will do a little backstory my mom and my dad are both Igbo from Inugu states they met oh i don't actually know how oh yeah they met in school but anyways they are from two different villages but from the same state right so um my mom she grew up in a good family like her dad was king so she's a princess like they weren't rich rich but like they were a noble family that kind of thing and my dad he was the very opposite (laughs) okay now my mom was raised up in a christian home catholic home my dad was poor he was the he is or was the last born of his family and um they were traditional worshippers so the juju whatever whatever yes yes they were that and then my parents met and they married oh but before they married though my dad had to convert to christianity so please before someone is like hey rachel so you worship the devil or whatever no my dad converted to christianity and then my parents got married Yes, my parents got married and then they moved to Port Harcourt, like they moved to the city. Um, at that point, my mom had studied accounting in school, but she, was, she didn't want to study, work in the bank. And my dad was still going to school, like he was still working on getting his degree as a mechanical engineer. So they met, married, moved to Port Harcourt and then while my dad was finalizing his um, degree my mom started like going into business per se. She would um, go to a bar. And buy like clothes, like material, gilet, wrappers, all these kind of things in bulk, and come back to Port Harcourt and sell them. Those guys, that's what she kept on doing. And like my mom told me that when she started that business, it was terrible because she would buy like wrappers and stuff for like hundred thousand naira, and then she would go and be giving it to people on credit, like. You know take this thing and pay me back later and they will never pay her and my dad was always getting angry like oh she's wasting money that they don't have like you know if she's going to do business you should stop selling on credits that kind of thing at that point i think we used to live in um oyibo i'm 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 trying not to make mistakes here but i really can remember they told me this story but I've forgotten so I think we used to live in then like in a self-contained apartment a self-contained is like one room like one, one whole room where you have your kitchen and your um, whatever your parlor, your kitchen, your room are in the same place so yes, I think we used to live in a self-contained and I mean it was just the three of us so we were not like struggling at this point Seth, I had not come into the picture it was just my mom and my dad so uh my dad finished his degree and still looking for a job and that's when they had me then my dad got a job with nmpc but he stayed like at the lowest of the lows he stayed at the bottom so they still didn't have a lot of money right my mom by the way got better at um selling things we thank god for that so um she was no longer selling on queries and she actually got like more reasonable aspect, the whole business aspects of doing things and yeah we are proud of her anyways back to life then okay my dad decided that he didn't want to be living in the self-contained anymore so we started building our own house and um they moved from there i think we, st- our new house was going to be in room our whole room if you know Portacos you know rumaholo so we, we moved to rumaholo and like at this point the house wasn't complete yeah they were still building the house but my dad had made sure that he had finished at least one room <clears throat> so me my dad my mom were living in that one room and um, we, i mean it was comfortable I don't know. I think it was comfortable. I was not uncomfortable and it was just the three of us living there while they worked on the house and everything. Oh, I forgot to mention, my mom has literally sold, I know she. there was a time she started selling like chickens and eggs, she started doing poultry business. I don't think there's anything in this world my mom hasn't sold. <laughs> Anyways, when they started building the new house, my mom decided that she wanted to stop <clears throat> selling material and start selling cement. So she wanted to be like a cement distributor and my dad was like okay sure yeah and then um like at this point things were getting better per se my dad was you know getting his money from nmpc my mom was getting her money from her business we were building our new house life was very good uh what even happened so yes my mom bought some stores you know still selling cement then my brothers were born those two boys, yeah. <laughs> then stood, like, the, my two, like, after that, I have three years on my brother, so after three years, my mom gave birth to twins. And by this time, the house was complete, so we moved into the house. Like, at that point, we had a three bedroom bungalow. I loved that house so much because that is where most of my childhood memories were made. It was so so sweet, anyways. So, we were living there, you know, just chilling. Life was going and our house was in such a way that it was like a what is semi bungalow I don't know if those kind of things exist it's like two houses in one long row so we rented out the other parts right so we're renting out our house my mom was doing her cinema business my dad was working in NMPT and as he was like um, getting hired they transferred him from Port to Benin so my dad had to move to Benin to work while we stayed in Port Arcos, but he'll come back like once a month like for a week a month those kind of things so we got to see him once in a while life was pretty chill we weren't rich we weren't like throwing money at everybody but we were okay and okay because my I remember I said my dad was the last born so I but he was the only um he was one of the uh why where are my words he was he made his money though before his other siblings and like with the igbo tradition he had to help them so we'd go to the village like you know during on christmas or like august whatever and we'll go there like meet his family build a house in the village like it was going nice we were not suffering for anything my dad and i always discussed like because i was really close to my dad like we were like one and two so we always discussed like the possibility of me going abroad to school man i've never been i've always i think i was born in ajibota (laughs) i've never been the girl that was going to suffer in one nigerian federal school i'm like no shade to those that go to federal schools if you like it you like it i just did not feel it was for me you know so my dad and i had already started discussing me going abroad to study then um well we all know what happened my dad fell sick with cancer and like his drugs were very expensive at that point he had to stop working for around a year and like money was tight so we didn't have enough money to send him to out like to send him out of the country to get his drugs and his medication and when we finally had the money he died and yeah we that was what happened and that was when things kind of like changed for us okay so before my dad died we were working on or they were, because i was like not part of the planning they were working on building a house like we had bought a because now my dad was actually giving money you know like he he had worked in nmpc for like over 10 years at this point so he had climbed up and he was getting money so we wanted to build a house and um like we or well, not wanted we had still building a house this one was a duplex a very beautiful house and I, I remember like my dad would come and be like, you know, write a list, what do you want in the house? Me, I will put swing, my brother's right write swimming pool, like we wanted to have pets, like all those kind of things. We were finally getting all the money that my parents had worked for. And my dad is a very, um, I don't want to say, like he was very careful with money, that's the, what I want to say. So he was careful with money in the fact that he didn't spend recklessly he was always saving like all the money he made he made sure like he was putting it somewhere either buying like stock or like building this house or like like he just never really spent money on himself you know and i that was one thing that always really got to me because after all the planning and saving and like being um prudent with money he did not get to enjoy that um Fruits of his libel he did not get to enjoy the fruits of his labor before he died and that that always just guts me <clears throat> and that's what is always like it's always like back of my mind you know like all this money you want to make in life you can die tomorrow just can anyways that I'm digressing now back to the story so yes my dad died and things kind of became very difficult for us like <clears throat> when my mom was very determined to finish building the house he had started because she was like it's his legacy he wanted he wanted us to build his house so my mom like i don't even know how she got all the money because she poured money into that house built the house very beautiful like we moved into the house in 2013 if i remember correctly moved into the house in 2013 It's a duplex a very beautiful house very nice compounding like we, this was as around rumibo so it was in a very good area and uh we're still living there and one day i brought up like i was i don't know why i just brought up the whole schooling abroad thing to my mom i was like hey you know like daddy said i can actually school abroad if i wanted and my mom is like there's no money for that you know the only way you get to school abroad if if you get a scholarship and that is where i start i was like i just saw my dreams disappear with <laughs> disappeared before my eyes it was very sad like forget the fact that i'm laughing now (sighs) i really worked hard guys like it was a struggle i know i used to get so many admissions that would seem good to other people like i'll get admissions and get scholarships scholarships but they were never enough like i mean i graduated high school or secondary school in 2016 right I graduated is 2016 my mates entered their first year in 2017 but me i had always planned to do a gap year you know to look at all my options and make sure that i find a school that will give me enough scholarship but even within that one year after writing the SATs and everything it was still not enough and my mom not being very keen on the idea was just waiting for me to go to UNN which is her dream school so i was not going to do that i really did not want to go to a school in nigeria but like at a point i was like maybe this america going to america to study dream is like hopeless because there's no money i cannot i cannot go to america without paying for my fees you know (laughs) like there's no money so i took um again like i took JAMB three times i think and i was i swear i was like very close to going to affair babalola Afer Babalola is like a private school in Nigeria so my mom after finding out that I was not going to get into UNN she was angry but like man, I was going to go to Afer Babalola but like around the time where we were meant to pay the fees for me to go to Afer something happened I, I can't remember but I knew something happened where we needed a lot of money and my mom couldn't even pay the fees for me to go to, into a fair. so imagine if she could not pay the fees for me to go to affair. i didn't think for because i wanted to study medicine at a fair, and that was around like 1.6 million i think i hope i'm not getting it wrong and my mom didn't have that money to pay then imagine like think about it and i was going to i was planning to go abroad to study where is that money have going to come from <coughs> this point I was already like I was already telling myself that it's a hopeless case and I would be happy if even Ukraine (laughs) took me to study in their country that was how like that was the kind of spot I was in there was no money to pay for school in Nigeria and like there was surely no way for me to go abroad so and I hadn't gotten any scholarships yet ah it was tough man and that's like it was always that way with us i really didn't grow up in ai i don't know where people find that idea that oh Richard is rich you know she's bullying i'm like thank god though that you see me that way but right, that's not how it is okay let me tell you a very interesting story let me go back a bit <clears throat> when we were in primary school my my brothers we used to use this um toyota car that car was old and like dying <laughs> so <laughs> thinking about it now is very funny but then it was very annoying we used to drive this toyota car right and um, that I, that was the time we used to re- live in Hollow. now the streets we used to live in used to get very flooded when it rains like water would really really rise and because this car some of the doors were not good and everything what we are riding like like across the street water would enter our car like full our car we literally have to stop the car and carry like we used to have packers in the back of the car we'll carry packers and be scooping the water out and pouring the water out this was when we were, like school primary school starts by like 7 a.m assemblies by 7 school starts at 8 but we'll be getting to school by like 10 11 a.m because by the time we finish like parking all the water from the car like sometimes the battery will die or like there's just always one thing or the other that will make us go to school late it was terrible like everybody in school knew us for coming late would come to school with this muddy ass car rainy periods rainy seasons were just the worst for us because every time it rained and it got flooded just know our car was going to get flooded we would literally be sitting on the car with our legs on the seats because like the floor of the car is flooded it was not easy <laughs> so i hope this puts a clearer picture in your mind of what it was like for me <clears throat> and um while we we'll go to school very late you'd expect that we'll be picked up early right so now because my mom was running her cement business and other businesses i decided she would always come to pick us late like i don't please this is not a i'm not trying to say my mom was a bad parents please eh? I know she did her best like i really admire her i can't even believe how hard it was for her so yes my mom would come back to pick us from school school ends by like 2 and we'll be leaving school by like 5 (laughs) pm the gates men were very close friends me and my brothers because we would just be playing and like we would be one of the last few people to go <clears throat> it was crazy but the good thing i i guess is that or like the miracle is that despite the fact that we're always missing some of our classes and coming late we're quite smart thank god for that my brothers and i we had sense small so we're not falling behind in school anyways that was my backstory like <laughs> Imagine your car stopping in the middle of the road and you have to come down and scoop the water and everybody's watching you People sometimes people will come and join us. We'll be packing the water with we'll car and we'll be pushing the car Like I remember the day, the very day my dad bought my mom a new car God, it was like the joy in my mother's eye I have never seen it before like she was so happy. She was so happy and um anyways life is what it is now i'm here like finally i got a scholarship came to school in america thank jesus and that's how it i don't know does that really cover it but what i'm trying to say is that when we're younger money was very hard to come by very hard i think and i think now that i'm thinking about it that's why my mom was not very keen on letting us hold money Every, every money we got we always had to give to her or maybe she was just being a nigerian parent but like we had to give her our money which i was very angry about and um i really do know the value of money that's why i'm like i can never be poor in my life i've never been poor poor like how to beg people poor but like i think i understand some part of what it means to be short of money like to actually look at your bank account and like your bank account is zero or you want something and you can't get something because you don't have the money to get it i understand that i have lived that life for a long time and it is not in my configuration to keep living that life is i can't i cannot just be poor it's not it's not my future plan you get me so yeah that is it i mean now my family (laughs) we are still good we are good like i'm we are definitely not struggling like mm, i don't know how to explain it to you people but just know that we are surviving as every other family is surviving we are not the richest we are not the poorest either so we thank god for that and like life keep going on i just want to go and get my money and help my mom and my brothers like i don't have my future children because like we're gonna ball we're going to travel you know to paris to france to italy venezuela bali i got you <laughs> okay at this point i'm just saying a whole lot of nonsense <clears throat> if you're someone that grew up in a poor family a very poor family i i I don't know what to say, I have, not having money is tough, it's very tough, it's very, very tough and annoying, especially when you're around people that have more than you do, it's like, yeah, like, you feel like you're missing out on a lot of things, and I really don't have any word of advice, I don't know what to say, well, I say it gets better, like, sometimes it doesn't really, we know how Nigeria is, so, um... I don't have any advice, I'm sorry. This is just me sharing my own experience, And but the thing about my experience is that even though I didn't have everything, like I didn't have everything my or my mates had, like I didn't have their jacuzzis or like DST, I didn't grow up with cable. I watched Kibu for the first time when we moved to our new house in 2013, <laughs> let me tell you. <clears throat> we because we, like you know all the scooby-doo live and maddie i didn't when my friends used to talk about it like in secondary school i just used to look at them like what the fuck are these talking about because i could not relate i did not know these shoes. but um what was i saying i just lost my train of thoughts, guys uh-huh, yeah so even without having all these things i feel like my childhood was very rich like my brothers and i we never lacked for games we had all these like card games what um um snakes and snakes and ladders that was it's called we'd go like because our compound was kind of big and we had like other children we'd go and play on the sand like even i tried to think about how we lived without cable because like now cable is like life but i can't remember but all i knew is that my childhood was happy i didn't I knew I lacked some things, but I didn't really feel it. My parents always covered up that gap. We had three meals per day. I knew my parents loved me, even if they showed it in different ways. Like I loved my brothers. We had that family connection. So I didn't really feel like I was m- missing out on a whole lot, if you get what I mean. So it wasn't a bad childhood, it really wasn't. I, and I think growing up in kind of environment I did, it really made me kind of person I am today like that go getter you know pushing to be more like saving my mom is a very business inclined person so when i see her how f- like she is with money that's kind of person i want to be someday too so <clears throat> you know good <laughs> i hope you took a thing or two from this um podcast you can be happy where you are but still wants more because i think that's how it was for me I wasn't sad where I was. I wasn't angry and telling God, God, why did I come to this family? I was kind of okay where I am, but I still wanted more for my life. And I think that's what everybody should do too. And you know, yeah, that's my quote-unquote advice to you. And this brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, Leave me comments or questions or whatever if you have any. And I will see you in the next episode. Stay safe. Bye. (laughs)